This message by Pastor Sunday Balogun was recorded live at Rainbow Charismatic Center. Be blessed as you listen. Are you expecting to happen to you? Are you here just because someone invited you? Are you listening because you don't have any other thing to do with your time? Or you truly, you truly need an encounter with Jesus? If you need an encounter with him, why don't you open your mouth and pray to him right now? Jesus, pass me not by. Jesus, pass me not by. Let the world that we alter my life, the world that we alter my circumstance, let it come to me tonight. Jesus, if you are going to touch anyone, touch me tonight. I know you take pleasure in doing good, Jesus. May I be the recipient of your goodness tonight. May I be the recipient of your kindness tonight. Oh, the blind Bartimaeus cried out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Others may keep quiet. Others may allow you just to walk past. But I am not going to let you walk past without having an encounter with you. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Touch me tonight. Jesus, touch me tonight. Jesus, touch me tonight. Are you praying? Are you sincerely pouring out your heart? While on others thou art calling Jesus Do not pass me by While on others thou art calling Jesus Do not pass me by Are you praying tonight? Savior, oh Savior, hear my humble cry. While on others thou art called, only Savior, do not pass me by. Savior. Jesus, you are the Savior. Please hear my humble cry. While on others thou art called, Jesus, do not pass me by. Thank you, precious Jesus, for the glory of your presence in this house. Hallelujah. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Glory to God. You know, what you are experiencing in this house, what started since yesterday, is not an experience or an encounter that ends this week or today. The deposit that is being made into your life 
will be useful in 10 years to come. You don't even have to say amen. I'm very confident of that. All right? What you are receiving now, not only will it bless you in the next 20 years, but will be very, very useful to others who will come in contact with you. And so I am not in any way moved because I know the power of seed. You know, when you drop a seed on the earth, cover it, it may look as though nothing is happening or that nothing has happened to the seed. But in the process of time, that seed will produce the desired fruits. Glory be to God. And so, right now, you may not really appreciate what you are receiving, okay? The seed that is being sown. But I know that life will call for it someday. Circumstances will make demand on this. And because you are part of this experience, you are receiving the seed. The seed is in you, right? When life makes demand of it, it will come out, right? Because the seed is sown. When life makes demand of of what is needed, it will come out of you. And so last night, I established beyond any doubt the reason why we say Jesus Christ is Lord, right? That first and foremost, when we say Jesus is Lord, we are saying that he is God, right? And he demonstrated his lordship by having dominion over sin. I told you that Jesus is the only person who came and walked through this space. Satan had nothing on him, right? So he lived a life of absolute dominion over sin and because of that dominion, he gave us freedom over sin because sin is man's greatest problem. It's the greatest problem of the world, is that not? And uh, we thank God for what we have been able to do as um, human. We have had discoveries and inventions for different kinds of problems. And, but the one that we cannot solve, the greatest one, the major one, the root cause of all that problem, uh, the solution is found in Jesus Christ. And because he had dominion, absolute dominion over sin, he can forgive us of our sin. And he has given us a right standing today. And we saw that in the book of Mark last night that Jesus Christ saw a man who was paralytic and they lowered him down. And the first thing Jesus Christ said to him, he says, son, your sins are forgiven. And because he is God, he has the right to forgive sin. Let us see another dimension of his lordship that I believe will lead to miracles in your life tonight. And we also help you to become an agent of blessing to other people in the future. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter number five. Chapter number five. Let's read from verse 27. Matthew 5, 27. This is a very interesting chapter of the Bible. There's so many demonstrations of the Lordship of Jesus. But let me just speak a few and then we'll 
trust him for clarity. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. Verse 28. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Glory to God. I know, you know, a lot of us like, we are set to by this statement, okay? But I'm not about to frighten you or get you into condemnation. I just want to bring out something here. In every civilized society, let's use our country for, as an example, you know, the justice system have layers. There are levels in, in the court system of Nigeria, right? If you have a case now, no matter how important you are as a citizen of Nigeria, if you have a case, you cannot start your case from the highest court in the land. All right? Are you with me? You have to begin from the lower courts. Okay? You begin from the lower courts. Now, if the judgment that is passed by the lower court is not satisfactory, you have a right. It's in every country where justice system is effective. You have the right to appeal to a higher court. Right? Now, we saw a situation not too long ago in our country here where somebody won an election. All right? According to uh, votes, by popular vote, a particular candidate, Imo states, you are all aware, okay? He won the election by ballots. The PDP candidate was, he had the highest vote, right? And he was sworn in as, as the governor. But the other contestant of APC was not satisfied. Somehow, he saw that there were some things or maybe loopholes or whatever that he could actually take up in court. And he did. Now, the guy actually, you know, according to numbers, came forth. But by the time the case moved from one court to the other, when he got to the highest court of the land, which is the Supreme Court, the man who was fought in number was made the governor. What happened? In every legal system, the highest court in the land has what is called veto power or the right to override the judgment of lesser courts. Now you need to get this thing tonight. This is going to help you and help others. It will make prayer very effective for you. You will know why this name, why this person we are talking about is Lord. Okay? And so no matter what the court of appeal says, if at the Supreme Court, they say that the judgment of the court of appeal is null and void, whatever the Supreme Court says, stand. And many citizens were really, really angry with that judgment. Okay, till date, I think they still call the governor, uh, Supreme Court governor. But you see, there is nothing anybody in Nigeria can do about it. Because the highest court in the land is the Supreme Court. Whatever the Supreme Court says cannot be appealed. Do you understand? 
And so even though you don't like him, you may not like him if you are not in his party, as long as the Supreme Court says that he's the winner, he's the winner. Because the Supreme Court of the land has the power to override the judgment of other courts. Do you understand? And so that's why in most cases, okay, if uh, someone who has a case sees that he has any hope of winning, you know, his case is strong, he will not relent. The person will not relent, he will keep appealing, appealing until he gets to the Supreme Court. Believing that the justices in the Supreme Court, they are more intelligent, they are more experienced, okay? They are experienced, they are intelligent, and there are many factors they will weigh in to pass the judgment. You can say technicality and whatever. There are many factors they will weigh in to actually get to a conclusion. So because the court has, they call them the Supreme Court, meaning that the highest court, the highest authority. Once they say you are victorious, you are victorious. So the only court you can now appeal to if you are a citizen of the earth and your Supreme Court rules against you, the only hope you now have is the God of heaven. Alright? So you have to wait until, because listen, now there is something that you need to understand. As long as you are here on earth, you cannot be guaranteed of absolute justice. Alright? That a Supreme Court of a nation give a favorable judgment to a person doesn't mean that a person actually earn it. You cannot have absolute justice on earth. It is until we see the ultimate judge of all the earth. Alright? And so it's possible that uh, you may have been dealt a heavy blow by uh, corrupt judges and, and justices. But ultimately, when you see him on that day, he was going to pass the right judgment. Haven't established that. I need to see where the lordship of Jesus Christ comes in now. Now, before Jesus came into the world, there were rules, there were laws governing the operations of men. But as Jesus stepped in, he began to override several laws. Okay? Now, this is what makes you a Christian. You need to understand that you need to know laws that Jesus Christ has set aside. Okay? You need to know that laws, maybe there were principles and laws that were in operation on the earth before Jesus Christ came. Now, if Jesus has given his veto power over any law, it is whatever Jesus Christ says that stands now. Do you understand? And so you now follow the latest guideline, the latest law, the latest instruction. For instance, in this same chapter, you will see where Jesus Christ said, I think I was doing this study with my children, and this particular test, and my son had to ask a question where Jesus Christ said, you know, before I came, when you want to prove to a person that you are actually being truthful, you will swear by heaven, you will swear with your head, you will swear with altar. But Jesus Christ said, now I am overriding that law. I'm giving my veto power now. He says, this is it. Let your yes be yes. Don't swear by anything. So my son asked me, say, Daddy, okay, what if you go to the court of law and they bring you the Bible, or if you're a Muslim, the Quran, and then they say, you know how we do it now, you swear and all that. And I said, now, in some climb, in Europe in particular, nobody, it's not compulsory to bring a Bible or a Quran because uh, they are atheists. 
So they are not asking you to swear by your Bible. If you are a person, you don't have faith. You don't have any religion. So all they want you to do is appeal to your conscience that you be truthful. So I said the reason why we do that in this part of the world, why it's done, is because, like I talked yesterday, the same nature. Now, even when people place their hand on Bible, don't they still lie? Eh? You, don't you see it in Nigeria? They will carry the Bible like this. Carry the Quran, whatever it is, and they will still lie. So what then is the use of? So we, don't, we are not a people of honor. <laughs> our word is not our bond. So I said, there is no need. That thing is not really needful. But you can do that to fulfill all righteousness. The principle Jesus is establishing is that we have to be truthful and honest people, that your yes should be something that anybody can take to the bank. Glory be to God. Now here is what I want you to get tonight. Alright? Let's see now so that you can uh, appreciate it. Luke chapter number 13 verse 16. Luke chapter 13 verse number 16. So because Jesus is Lord, he can override any judgment. He can override any conclusion. He can override any opinion. Are you with me? Just as the Supreme Court of a country can override the judgments and conclusions, findings of lesser courts. Okay? Now, Jesus as Lord, because he is Lord, he can override other judgments. He can override other conclusions and opinion. Hallelujah. And so Jesus was at the temple. Luke chapter 13 verse number 16. He was at the temple teaching. My Lord Jesus Christ loves to teach a lot. And so he saw a woman who was bent over. And so Jesus says, so ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound. Think of it for 18 years. Be loose from this bound on the Sabbath. Now, the woman was bent over because someone passed a judgment on her. Hallelujah. Someone passed a judgment on her. And there was nobody except Jesus who had the power to override that sentence. She was bent over and she has been in that condition for 18 years. Now because he has veto power, he has the right to override any judgment. He has the right to cancel any sentence. Because he is Lord, his word is final. He looked at the woman and he said, Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound these 18 years, be loosed? And Bible said that the people were looking at him and like, What's he going to do? Can he really change this situation? Can he override this sentence? Can he cancel this? Can Jesus reverse this? Can he cancel this? And so that they will know that he is Lord of the Sabbath and over all situations and circumstances. He made that woman whole. 
what no other person could do. Now, normally, according to the law of Moses, okay, nothing should be done on the Sabbath, right? They expect that nothing should, nobody should walk. In fact, you don't, you should not even do good works. But because he is Lord, hallelujah, he can override any judgment. He can override any sentence. So he lorded over Sabbath and prevailed over the judgment passed on that woman. I came to announce to you tonight, it doesn't matter how many years. of the devil it doesn't matter how many years the sentence has been passed it doesn't matter what you did that warrant the sentence passed on you and the consequence because Jesus is Lord he has the power to override and tonight he's cancelling every unfavorable sentence over your life in the name of the Lord. This is what will make prayer very, very effective for you. Okay? When we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, this is what we are invoking. We are invoking the lordship, the supremacy, the authority of Christ over that situation. Alright? We are saying that because he is Lord, he is counsel, he is word is the final conclusion over that situation. So, if what is said concerning you, if the sentence passed over your life is not favorable, there is a higher cause you can appeal to. Hallelujah. <laughs> if Satan is saying to you, you are deserving of deaths, because you were found guilty at the lower court. You don't have to die. You can appeal to the higher courts. It is true that the wages of sin is death. But it is also true by the supreme courts that the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. By your sin, you may be deserving of death. By your sin, you may be deserving of that disease, of that infirmity. By your sin, you may deserve the setback and the reproach. But by the judgment and the pronouncement, the mercy of the Supreme Court, of the highest authority, you can live and not die. Hallelujah. See, the Bible calls Satan the accuser of the brethren. And he does his work effectively. The Bible said he has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. If you fall into the trap of the devil, he will come with condemnation. He will taunt you until you by yourself, you may want to take your life. Someone sent me a WhatsApp message very early. 
Unfortunately, the person was not in church last night, and I'm not sure he's around today. I said, you have to be in church. He said, Pastor, I've been having suicidal thoughts. I've just been thinking of killing myself. Now, you need to, this is the devil for you. Do you know that there are times, eh? This may even be going well for you. Hmm? You may have a prospect of this is going to work and all that. But from nowhere, you'll just be thinking of die. Kill yourself. Right? Satan is that terrible. Now, you may look at your life and there is no reason why you should want to die. But then Satan, because he's the author of deaths, he has come to steal, to kill and to destroy. He will just be, you know, disturbing your mind. Kill yourself. And he has done that successfully to a lot of people because they don't understand some truth that can set them free. There was a young man, a very handsome guy with bright prospect, a fashion designer. A lady from nowhere just decided to tarnish his image on, on, on social media and said that this guy once raped her. And you know, you know because uh, young people now, we are not, uh, we don't like to be scolded. We don't like the rod. We are so used to having things our way. So when things are not going our way, we easily break down. We are not tough. We don't know how to handle adversity. Guess what this young guy did? Now, there is no proof. The lady has not produced any evidence. The guy went ahead and ended his life. He committed suicide. Now, you were like, what? That's dumb. That's the devil for you. All right? Satan was nudging his heart, tormenting his heart, making him feel worthless and useless until he killed himself. All right. And that's how the guy died. And I said to the guy, I said, you need to hear the gospel. Sometimes it could just be one little mistake you have made. One small mistake you have made. And then the next thing Satan tells you is die. Kill yourself. Look at how he messed up the life of Judas. Judas betrayed Jesus. You, I, we saw that last night, right? And the next thing, he went back to the high priest. The man who gave him a 30 piece of silver. He returned the money. He was remorseful. But guess what? Satan wanted that guy to end his life. Peter denied Jesus Christ three times. Right? But somehow, Peter was able to prevent that condemnation. He got mercy. But for Judas, Satan, if you watch the Passion of the Christ, the way our brother, me Gibson, you know, produced that part. You know, Satan began to mess up with the head of Judas. Uh, with Judas. He messed up with his head, taunting him, go and die, until the guy took rope and hung himself. This Satan is a terrible fellow. And you see the way he's wasting these lives all over the world. And it's because people don't know that even when they are found guilty, alright, even when they have been sentenced by a lower court, there is a higher court they can appeal to. Hallelujah. Bible says we do not have a high priest. He calls him a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. So he says to come boldly before the high priest. Hallelujah. You have missed the mark. It's, oh, yes, it's true. You missed the mark. And now, the lower court is sentencing you to death. He says you are guilty as charged. You are to die. 
Don't take it as a final word. That's not a final verdict. Bible says to come boldly to the throne of grace. Let me show you that. We'll get back to this. Hebrews chapter number 4. Let's set some souls free tonight from condemnation, from guilt. So the devil does not waste your life. Hebrews chapter number 4, verse 14, 15, 16. Until Jesus says it's over, it is not over. Until Jesus says it is over, it is not over. Say with me, say until Jesus says it is over, it is not over. Seeing then that we have a great high priest. The words of scriptures are carefully chosen. Alright? There are priests and there are high priests. The high priest is the highest, is the only one who goes into the most holy place once in a year. The other priest just assists the high priest. Okay? Now, but this one now is the highest of all the high priests. Do you understand? Other priests, they go into the, into the holy place once in a year, every once in a year. But this one, he went in just once and for all. Do you understand? So it is what he says that is final. Now listen. Seeing then that we have a great, he is a great high priest who has passed through what? The heavens. Jesus, the son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. Look at this now. For we do not have a priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. Now, this is it. When you go before a lower court, all right, when they look at your case, many a times, they, you know, they don't weigh in a lot of things because they are not very experienced. Sometimes it is true that you have, you have done something, but there could be a genuine reason why some things could have triggered you to do what, you know, for instance, now if you kill somebody, now you may go to court and be acquitted. Alright? Now, because the judge will look at what led to that. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Maybe now somebody barge into your house, for instance, okay? Uh, stab your wife. And without thinking, you are not, without thinking, you have carried a pistol or an iron or something and you kill the man immediately. If you go to court, you are not killed anybody. You will not be charged for murder. Do you understand? Because you only responded to the matter at hand. You need to defend your territory. Do you understand? Now, but if you go before some, some judges and, you know, they present some case, you know, they may not weigh in a lot of factors. But it says that this one, eh, this is our high priest. Now, again, again, look at, we look at this story last night. The woman that was caught in the very act of adultery. Before the other judges, she was guilty. Right? So, we can say before the lower court, the magistrate called the high court, she was guilty. But thank God that the accusers, in their foolishness, they took her to the Supreme Court. Hallelujah. See, whatever drives you to Jesus, be thankful for that thing. Anything, no. Be thankful for that thing. By themselves, they carried her. If they had, if they had judged her in that room, yes, she would have been condemned. But in their ignorance, they carried her to the Supreme Court. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. But was in all points 
tempted as we are. Yet, without sin. He's Lord over sin, right? Lord over sin. Then the next verse, look at it. Let us therefore do what? Listen, you are not coming boldly because you are qualified. It is not because you are not guilty. Hey, yeah. Jesus. You know, if you are qualified, you may think you deserve to come boldly. But this boldness is not because you are qualified. It is because the judge, the supreme judge, are you getting it now? He has the power to override every judgment that has been passed, even the one you think you deserve. Because he's the high priest who will empathize with you. Hallelujah. He says, I delight in mercy and not in judgment. I have no pleasure in the death of any sinner. But that all should come to repentance. What a high priest. You know, when you are going before a judge, and you know that this judge, eh, no matter, no matter... You no know, go kill. Huh? Even when you have been accused of murder, yes, you were caught in the act, and you are going before the judge. Say, ah, you are confident, not in yourself, all right, not in not in the weight of your defense, all right. It's not in the person who is even advocating for you, but because of. Do you understand what I'm talking about tonight? I know the judge. He's a merciful high priest. He's merciful. He's kind. He knows our frame. He knows I'm afraid. Ah, ah, he knows our frame. He has not dealt with us according to our iniquities. Okay. Pause, you will get it. This is what he asked me to do. You will get it tonight. You must get it. Go with me to the book of Psalms. Psalms. Hallelujah. Woo! Shatabakasaya. Recently, I had to pray for one of our sisters on phone during the fasting period. Um, Evangelist James had called me that uh, while I was praying for the sister, I just want you guys to understand this thing. Once you, once you get it, not only will you help yourself, you'll be helping others. You know, he said, while I was praying for the sister, he felt that a hand was taking his hand off her. And the sister said that if I've not been able to defeat sickness, is it death that I will defeat? So when he called and he told me that, I was making findings, medical diagnosis about her. But the moment I heard that, I said, this one is beyond medical diagnosis. It's some demons working now. So what I did when I got the phone, I said, put the phone in her ear. This is how this thing works. When you want to make powerful prayer, it is not about shouting. It is about knowledge. There are things you know that Satan knows. Eh? When you pronounce it, it stands. Do you understand? So what I did, I will show you later. What I did was to override her own confession. The sentence of death, that spirit of death can hear. Do you understand? What I did was make that spirit of death talking to her to hear the voice. And I used the authority of Christ to override. And by the grace of God, she, she thought she was going to die that night. And she was able to live. 
Do you, it's just this truth. Do you understand? It's this truth. You will know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Go with me to Psalms. Chapter 103. We'll get back to Hebrews. This is what the Lord asked me to do in this year's convention is to teach you about the Lordship of Jesus. Psalms 103. Pick up your Bible. Look at the screen. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from what? The supreme judge, the kind judge. From destruction, who does what? Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Now, let's jump. Because of time, I would like you to go through this later and finish everything, alright? Let's go to verse number 11. The supreme judge, this merciful judge. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great. Are you seeing this with me tonight? So great is the mercy of this supreme justice. So great is his mercy towards those who fear him. Now I want you to look at this now. For as far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. So you see you are coming boldly now. So when you are coming, yes the sin is there. But because you are coming before him, your sin has been do you understand? He's removed. And so, the sentence of the lower court cannot stand in his presence. Because the sentence of the lower court was passed because of the sin that it found on you. But as you come before this one who has removed your sin as far as the east is from the west, you are guiltless. So you can be discharged and acquitted. Glory to God. Now just look at this. Look at verse 13. Look at verse 13. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. 14. This one should make you shout. For he does what? For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are what? We are dust. Do you know that there is nothing you can do that can surprise Jesus? There is nothing you can do that can surprise him. For he knows our frame. He knows we are dust. Do you know why? God does not make angels, pastors, like our Redeemer. If an angel is to be the pastor of this church now, none of you will stand here. All of you would have died. Do you understand? Angels don't take shits. They don't take rubbish. They like to kill fast. Just hear the word, pam, 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 they cut off head, they, call, they kill you. Just miss the mark, they kill you. You know why God uses men to lead men? And it is, see, when you see a pastor who does not empathize, he has lost his humanity. Alright? He has lost touch with humanity. You know why God uses a person like me to lead? 
is because he wants me to be able to empathize with you. By the grace of God, I don't condone sin. I don't encourage sin. I don't. But you see, nobody can say he has ever come to me with an issue and I condemn him or her. You know why? I have my own issue. Praise God. Look at the way you're looking at me now. You see, the problem some of you have, you think that the pastor or the man of God is perfect or he has to be perfect. No. 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 The pastor is a man like you. Hello. So when you say pastor, when you say pastor, I, I, I messed up. It would be madness on my part to say, look at you. Why are you dirty? You are unclean. I may not be struggling in that, your own area, but it is true. Except I want to lie before God. I have my own area of struggle as well. Do you understand? So when you say you are struggling, I can empathize with you. I will not condemn you. What I will do is go down on my knees and say, Jesus, help my brother. Help me too. Listen, listen, that's why the Bible says, listen, it's, the Bible says that those of us who are strong, we ought to bear with the infirmities of the weak. You may be strong now and somebody else is weak. You bear the infirmity of that weak person. So that if that weak person becomes strong and you are weak tomorrow, the person will not condemn you but will stand in the gap. And so you see, it is a partnership. As long as we are here on earth, you are helping me, I am helping you. We are not going to let anyone down. Do you understand? Glory to God. If a soldier is wounded, other soldiers should go and carry that soldier up. We are not to beat anybody down. Hallelujah. In this kingdom, you don't beat anybody down. If someone is already down, you don't beat them down. You lift them up. That's what we do in the kingdom. Hallelujah. when we understand this too, you know that Christianity is fun. Christianity is so wonderful. Glory to God. Bible says, he remembers that we are dust. He knows our frame. He looked at the woman caught in the of adultery. After all, our flesh and blood. Not dust. Not be blood they run for a vein. Not blood. Now, did Jesus encourage that? Now, is Jesus saying, go ahead? No. But he is a high priest who empathizes with our weaknesses. So he says, listen, this devil is a bastard. He will tempt you to sin. He will make you sin. When you now sin, he will be the one to condemn you again. As you now ask him, Mr. Man, what do you want from me, sir? And when he's condemning you, say, don't go to where you can be helped. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. When you miss the mark, don't run away from Jesus. He's still the best person you go back to. All right? Don't you ever let that devil say to you, you are not good enough for the church. You are not good enough for, for, for Jesus Christ. Jesus, he didn't come for good people. No, he didn't come for perfect people. He didn't come for those who can help themselves. Jesus came for people like me who cannot help themselves. Strong Christians are those who are weak in themselves but lean on the everlasting arm. Hallelujah. 
Strong Christians are those who know how to lean on that everlasting arm. So no matter how far you have gone, no matter what you have done, the person to still run back to is Jesus. For it's a high priest who empathize with your infirmities. Go back to that Hebrews chapter 4. So when you stand before someone who is struggling with death, and the person says, let me die, let me die, I deserve to die. We can override it. <laughs> we can override. We can override because Jesus is Lord. We can use his veto power. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. So let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may what? Obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Let's come. Let's come. When a man is down, what a person needs is mercy and grace, not condemnation. Not condemnation. I got a report from a sister who has stopped coming to this church. And I hope that those of you who said that you are here, her marriage failed. She got married, outside, I think, outside of Lagos. The marriage failed. And then the reason why she came back to Lagos and she has stopped coming to church, she said, some members of this church were saying that um, her marriage failed because she was once a prostitute. And I was mad. I didn't even know that she has been in Lagos otherwise. She said, I've been in Lagos, but I've stopped coming to Rainbow because some persons in Rainbow said, the reason why my marriage failed is because I was a prostitute. And I told her, I said, sweetheart, you have been around me for some time. Do I ever reject anybody? Do I condemn anybody? You know, some of us have problem. You have big problem. You are not through carrying your own load. You are not through dealing with your own mess. You have enough mess, enough baggage. You aren't through dealing with your own. Then you go about looking for other people to... You know, Jesus says something. You know, Jesus sometimes can get very angry and mad. Alright? He said, you are not going in. And you won't let those who want to go in, to go in. He said, what to you, any of you, who, who, who caused a stumbling block we need to be afraid of this supreme judge sometimes. He said, what betide any of you who creates a barrier for people to know me and to come to me? It's very dangerous. That's why I was almost provoked to move into a dimension earlier. When I'm teaching like this, when I'm teaching about Jesus and you are a nuisance, I can pronounce judgment on you and it will stand. Because Jesus hates it. When he's trying to drop people to himself, you don't want to receive and then you start to stand on the way. Paul was preaching somewhere. He was trying to persuade some men to receive Jesus. And there was a man. He was not ready to receive the gospel and then he was distracting. Paul said, be blind. And he went blind. Sometimes, when you, it's very dangerous. Jesus is so passionate about souls. If you will not come to him, if you will not receive his word, please, don't stop others from receiving. That can, that can close your life. It's a dangerous part you don't want to tour. And I was, I was really pissed off. 
that the insensitivity, the pharisaic attitude, the judgmental spirit of some persons can shut a person away from church. I told her, I said, now today marriage they fail. Huh? Now today, one person can't make marriage work. So the fault may not even be hers. So why judge her? Is marriage a criteria for making heaven? Why judge her because her marriage failed? You know, you may even be married for 10 years. 20, what is the guarantee you will stay married? Praise God. So there are, there are things I don't... I've been married now for more than 13 years. But it would be stupid of me to say, I'm, if I look at somebody whose marriage failed at five because I've been married for 13 years, I will not start to brag. I don't finish. I don't finish. Do you understand what I'm saying? There is nothing to brag about. I've come thus far by his grace. What if tomorrow now my wife wake up and say, I won't go. I want to go. I must go. And she's fighting me, stressing me at home. I'm not saying because I'm a pastor. Ah, you know, if you have brag, if you have brag before, that thing will now make you absorb shit. You say, ah, how will I not go out? You know, me, I've been bragging that my marriage is the sweetest, my marriage is the this, 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 this. How will I not do it? Do you understand what I'm saying now? Don't brag. There are some things you don't brag about. Let him who stand take it less for. For it is by grace that we stand. If you are standing, you are standing purely by grace. And not to brag in yourself or condemn anybody. Glory be to God. Are you, are you, are you, are you getting yourself acquainted now with this supreme judge? Very message. Say, come boldly to this throne and obtain mercy. So he has the power because his law to override any sentence, any judgment. Look at St. John chapter number 3. St. John chapter number 3, verse 31. St. John chapter 3, verse 31. John, please, not Joshua. St. John chapter 3, verse 31. He who comes from above is what? Is above all. Don't rush. You may not even read the remaining parts. Just stick with this, please. Stick with this. Stick with this. The things you are battling with, alright, most of them are the effects of the curse of the earth and the oppression of the God of this world, right? Sickness, diseases, they are the effect of the curse of the earth and they are all the manifestation of the God of this world, right? It says, he who comes from above is what? Is above all. The only person who came from above is Jesus. So you see, no matter what it is that you are dealing with on the earth, it is what the one who comes from above says that is final. You need to get this thing sent. And so, when, when you are faced with some things that are unpleasant, doctors have said that it's over. They can't do anything anymore. You've heard all kinds of myths, all kinds of lies, all kinds of things. I want you to see this and all that. 
don't take that as final. Go to the one who came from above. It is what that one who came from above says that is final. That's what it should hold on to. It overrides every other pronouncement. Glory be to God. This will help a few of you. I said to a sister on Sunday, you know, you know, this lying spirit, they have a way of connecting. And I have to use the cobweb to help I understand it. Some of you have been a victim before. You know, these false prophets or these fake things, you know, who wants your money. She said, one of our friends invited her to a place, like a church, to call it, you know. And then when he got there, the prophet at the end of the meeting saw some vision. And he said, you have a spirit husband and all that. She went to another place again. Another person said the same thing. You have a spirit husband. He said, okay, all these people are saying, what, what am I to do now? The woman now said, bring 70,000. I said, okay. So what are you going to do now? Are you going to give the 70,000 to the spirit husband so that the spirit husband will divorce me? Am I using the money to buy my divorce certificates? So I don't understand what are you going to do. Thank God she has been coming around a little lighter and there she was able like, what's all this? And they told her she wants some. I said, listen, this is how you cancel rubbish. Eh? A lot of us, we grew up with meats, a lot of lies and meat that we grew up to believe and all that. And because some of these things have become stronghold, hmm, you may even be seeing things with your eyes. You can go to bed and see some things. Listen, listen. The one who came from above, his word, his sentence, his judgment override even your experience. Do you understand? In this kingdom, if you're going to see his lordship, his victory manifest in your life, even when, if as you are now, eh, if he says you are dead, even if you think you are alive, it is what he says that you should accept that you are dead. All right? Because he who came from above is above all. So you are not to even believe your experience. It is once you have this knowledge that the rubbish of Satan will get out of your life. Symptoms, the experience you have in the dream and all those things, that's when it will end. But as long as you are believing all this lying stuff, you are not taking heed to what the one who came from above says. You keep, you'll be tossed to and fro. So I said to her, I said, you don't understand. When you become born again, eh? This is what he said, the one who came from above. We are called the bride of Christ. Hmm? He's our bridegroom. Bible says he's coming for a church without spot or wrinkle. The church is his bride. If Jesus Christ is your husband, eh? your bridegroom, and Bible says he's a jealous God. Me, that I'm human. I cannot stand a man. If mama is there, she will tell you. I'm very possessive and jealous. My wife is very beautiful. If we are walking together and I see a man looking anyhow, I can look at the man and say, Come on, your eye. I'm very possessive. And whenever I do that, I tell my wife, I say, I'm after my father now. God is God, not a jealous God. God is a jealous God. So I'm very possessive of you and my kids. Now listen, you are a bride of Christ. When you become born again, you become a bride of Christ. And this, your bridegroom is very possessive. I said, Jesus will now share you with another spirit husband. How? Where is he? What price did he pay to get you? Bible says you are being bought with a price. See, listen. 
For this, your own, the original marriage, at least you, you know the bride price. Don't you know the bride Jesus, the price Jesus paid? The blood, right? This other one, they are saying your spirit was You ask, when did he pay my bride price? Are you getting these lies? Knock off your head now. Who collects the bride price? My parents never showed me that anybody paid the bride price. So you did not pay it in the physical. In the spirit too, you did not pay it. Because Jesus at least his own. He paid it in the spirit and in the physical. This one that you are saying is my when did you pay my bride price? So all you need to do is believe he who comes from above is above all. Whatever he says, that's the final. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. And whoever the Son of Man set free is free indeed. So when Satan comes with his lies, even with signs, don't be moved. Just stick with what he says. The sentence of the Supreme Judge overrides. And tonight we are going to override. Are you ready? Whatever that is unpleasant, we are going to override it. Anything intimidating your destiny, we are going to override it. Whatever that is messing up your life, we are going to override it. Any experience that is unpleasant you have been having, we are going to override it. First John 3, 8. First John chapter 3, verse number 8. Because he is Lord. He is not a bale. He is Lord. Shataya. Now, he who sins is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. This is where I'm going to. For this purpose. For this purpose. The Son of God was manifested. To do what? Another word for destroy is to override. Hallelujah. And that's what Jesus Christ did. He went into the neighborhood looking at the sentences of Satan. And he would just override it. I cancel it. I cancel it. I cancel it. Okay. The sentence of this one is blindness. I override it. The sentence of this one is deafness. I override it. The sentence of this is on time. I override it. He came to do what? To override all the works of the devil. Be upstanding tonight and let us override. Any work of the devil in your body, we're going to override it tonight. Sickness in your body is of the devil. Disease is of the devil. Anything that is not of God is of the devil. If it is not pleasant, it's of the devil. And we are going to override it tonight. Oh, Shatayada Batasaya. Oh, God, Abatrende Kosabayata. Oh, glory. Glory. <laughs> glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Shataya. <laughs> Woo! You are God from beginning to the end. There is no place 
for argument Jesus you are God all by yourself you are God from beginning to the end there is no place for argument you are God all by do you know the song let's worship his majesty first let's worship his majesty say you are God say from beginning to the end there is no place there's no place for argument you are God you are God all by yourself hey, you are God you are God from beginning from beginning to the end there is no place matter what has been said to you. It doesn't matter the medical reports. It does not matter the myths you have believed. What I say to you. So it is his lordship we want to declare tonight over that situation of your life. Matthew 18, 18 says whatsoever you bind on earth whatever you override in my name on earth we override in heaven. Oh, Shabayatra Sadaya. Oh, Bati Sorobate. Ladies here, break it down, break it down. There are two ladies in this house tonight. You were told some time ago in your life that uh, you are next in line for a priestesshood of your lineage. Where you came from, there is an allegiance to water spirits. And you have been told, not once, the two of you are here, you have been told, not once, that this spirit is calling you to worship because of the covenant that your forebears made. And your life has been zigzag. Your life has been very rough. And 
The God of this world, Satan, has repeatedly told you that it is because you are not coming to worship at his shrine. Tonight is your night. Don't play it. Don't play it, please. I'm not conducting deliverance on you. The seed has been sown. I've sown the seed. Alright? I'll just need you to make a confession and I'll make a pronouncement. After the pronouncement, you will no longer see the traces as in you will no longer see the traces of this demonic power anymore. Huh? Oh, that unclean spirit is wriggling already. Because the spirit is aware of his superior power now. I don't like to make a show of people's cases. Because we are kind of very close, you know. So you don't go back and be talking about talking about the person. That's why we don't want I want to be very careful here. This is what we are gonna do. Because I want I want the two ladies who are here now, the, the two of them. I want them to leave this room completely free. Completely free and free indeed. We are all going to worship. Don't play instruments. But those of you who have just mentioned now, you will say, it's possible you have confessed the lordship of Jesus before, but you confess it again now. Under this authority, you confess whatever I say to say, you will say it now. And I'll make pronouncements. And this will be the end of that lying spirit and the wonders in your life. Say, Jesus, you have supreme authority tonight. I submit to your lordship. I confess that you are the Lord of my spirit. You are the Lord of my soul. You are the Lord of my body. That's what you will say. Let's worship. The rest of us worship. Just go ahead and adore Jesus. And I want those ladies to say the words. Jesus. Tonight. I declare, I confess that you are the Lord of my spirits. You are the Lord of my soul. You are the Lord of my body. You are the only Lord over my life. Jesus, you are the only Lord over my life. Thank you, Jesus. All hands lifted up now. No noise, please. All hands lifted up in surrender to the Lordship of Jesus. I come in that name 
that is above every other name. I come with the authority of the supreme one, the one who rules over the entire universe, the one who is Lord in heaven, on earth, and beneath the earth. I command every reign of demonic power, I command an end to every reign of ancestral spirits tormenting any lady, any man in this house, I command that reign to end now in the name of Jesus. Oosh. Thank you, Jesus. It is written, strangers we hear his voice and they shall run out of their hiding places. By the authority of Jesus Christ, there is no more hiding place for you. Amen. There is no room of oppression for you anymore in their lives. Amen. You, that spirit, that's following this sister, like a shadow everywhere. Your end has come. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. They can sense a relief now. You can sense a relief. And because the Son of God has set you free, you are free indeed. Oh, glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Come on, let's celebrate him. Let's celebrate him. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Before we pray further, before we pray further, it's important we do this right now. If you are here tonight, you have not made Jesus Christ your Savior. You have not received forgiveness of your sin from the only one who can forgive you of your sin. You say, Pastor, I want forgiveness for my sin. I want my soul to be saved. I want Jesus Christ to be Lord over my life. Whoever you are, wherever you are tonight, please say this prayer after me. Jesus, you are the son of the living God. I am a sinner. Have mercy on me. Tonight, I boldly declare that you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I believe my sins are forgiven. I am saved. I am born again. I am a new creation. I thank you, Jesus, for I know I will spend eternity with you. Thank you for saving my soul. In Jesus' name. If you said that prayer, you have just been moved from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. You are saved. I want to pray for you. The Bible says there is joy in heaven over a soul that repents. 
This is the most important prayer you ever make in your life. If you just confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior right now, I want to pray for you. And all you have to do is just lift either of your hands slightly above your head. If you just made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior tonight, just lift either of your hands above your head as I pray for you. I also have a gift for you. God bless you, sister. God bless you. Father, you said in your word, please keep the hand up. God bless you. Those hands over there, God bless you. You said you have no pleasure on the death of any sinner or that all should come to repentance and be saved. You said whoever comes to you, you will under no circumstance cast away. For these ones, my precious Jesus, fill their soul with the joy of salvation. Establish them in your kingdom. Let their eyes of understanding be enlightened to know you and to know your ways. Thank you, gracious Lord. In Jesus' glorious name I have prayed. Now this is a counsel for you if you just gave your life to Jesus. Please get a copy of the Bible if you don't have one. It's important to come to church regularly so you can know more about the ways of Jesus Christ. I also have a gift for you on our website. It's a free book I want you to download that you will read, okay? Hallelujah. It's time to pray now. It's time to pray. He came to override the works of the devil. Any work of the devil in your life, in your body, now you know that these things are the work of the devil. You are going to open your mouth and in the name of the Lord Jesus, you will say, I override. In the name of Jesus, this situation, I override. In the name of Jesus, this circumstance, I override. Now open your mouth and override. Use the authority of Christ. Use the authority of Christ. Use the authority of Christ and override that situation. Use the authority of Christ and override that situation. Cancel it. Cancel it. Cancel it with the authority of Christ. Cancel it. <laughs> he has the final word. He has the final say. For he who comes from above is above all. The one who came from above is above all. Override. Override that judgment. Override that sentence. Override that demonic prophecy. Override that demonic pronouncement. Override that dream, the dream you had. Override it. Override it. Override it. Override that pronouncement. By that lying agent of the devil. Override it. Anything men have said that is contrary, that is contrary to God's will, override. Open your mouth and override in that name. In that name, override it. Oh, shalabayatas. Override it, override it, override it. Override that sentence. Override that conclusion. He has the final say. 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 Don't close your mouth. Override it. That medical report. Override it. That medical report. Override it. The symptom in your body. Override it. That demonic prediction. Override it. That prediction over your life and family. Override it. Override the lying spirits. Override it. I override in the name of Jesus. Aha. This nightmare will not stand. 
This dream will not become a reality. This medical report will not prevail. This medical conclusion will not prevail. For he who came from above is above all. The one who came from above is above all. Open your mouth, spray, override, override. Braba shata. O talada bayata. Zombreto mokayetasa. Yatanda da batobra nehashata. Zatanda da bontoromon salayesh. Yonte manronte salabata. Doka limandrose lemeneska. Yombeto silamandos kimahas. Griento salamandes. Yonde kobadika sata. Yenda komantu seleniska. Zuzika. Zuzika. Nontehiska. Yatahuska. Gretanaske. Mosaledis. Antonemos sile. Nontis antomos. Nekobotis salanonsis. Who is he that says the thing? And it comes to pass when the Lord has not commanded it. Who is he that said a thing and it comes to pass when the Lord has not commanded it? It is written, it shall not stand, neither shall it come to pass. Anything that is not commanded by God in your life shall not stand. Anything that is not commanded by God in your life shall not stand. Whatever that is not commanded by God in your life shall not stand. Oh, Sataya Labata Saya. Oh, Kabaya Talabarata Sata. Yatanda Dobotorono Montosa. Yekababata Saladaya. Oh, Yemantorica Satabaya. Santenamondrosa Labetalasa. Gobata Sakabatasa. Matakabatasa. Yekabatasa Matasa. Override with your mouth. Come on. Use the authority of Jesus. Use the authority of the Lord. Use the authority of the Lord. Come on. Override it. Override that sentence. Override that medical reports. Override that dream, that nightmare. Override the predictions of man. Come on. Override it over your mother. Over your father, over your brothers and sisters, override it. Override a demonic conclusion over your family. Come on, override it. Override it, override it. Come on. Oosh. Oh, Shabayata Labarata Manosis Yakabata Salabarata Manose. Thank you, Father God. Miracles are breaking out in this room this night. Deliverance is breaking out in this room tonight. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' glorious name, we have prayed. Now lift up your hands and receive this. 
The Holy Spirit just told me to pray for a family. I think one or two representatives are here. There is a law at work in your family that causes delay. Everyone in the family struggle. The delay is not ordinary. It is a demonic law at work. But with this new light now, with this new knowledge, <laughs> it's coming to an end. I command in the name of Jesus. Every law of delay at work in your life and in your family. In the authority of Jesus Christ, I override it tonight. Because you are here tonight, your family will make noticeable progress. A man went to Jesus Christ and he said, Master, my servant is at home. He's about to die. He said, Jesus, you don't have to come. From where you are, speak a word. You can override death from here. Jesus, from where you are, you can override the law that is at work in my family. Are you getting the light now? With this new light now, and because you are here, identifying with the name, identifying with the name above all names. <laughs> in that name, Jesus Christ, I decree tonight, your family will no longer crawl. In the authority of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the one who came from above and who is above all, every oppression of the devil in your body, every medical conclusion concerning your life and health, Tonight, in the name of Jesus, I override. Oh, Shalabate Susika. There is a lady here, you were told, you were told not too long ago that you would die very soon. I thank God you have received the seed of the word, but they asked me to pronounce upon you. Bible says, who is seed as seed a thing and it comes to pass when the Lord, when the Lord, when the Lord, when the Lord has not commanded it. In the authority of the Lord of the universe, I declare tonight you will live and not die. 
sentence of death. Every expectation of death over your life is cancelled. I don't know. The Lord is leading me to pray for family. He's leading me to pray. To use you as an extension for your family. I've seen miracles. And the Lord is about to set your family free. If you are here and a member of your family is bedridden at home, you have a family member who is bedridden. There is a ten sentence of death. The power of Jesus is going to touch that person right now. So I want you to connect. Let's connect. Because he has a final say and is the author of life. I decree over everyone under the sound of my voice and to those connected to you, anyone under the sentence of death in the authority of Jesus Christ, I decree life. To that woman at home, you will live and not die. The Lordship of Jesus Christ is being made manifest in your mortal body right now. Whatever that is not of him, whatever that is not approved by Jesus in your body, in your blood, in your bones, in your marrows, in any organ of your body, I declare now in that name that is above every other name, out in the name of Jesus! to Mary he said Mary you are blessed and favor of women and while Mary was doubting the angel said to Mary he said your cousin Elizabeth whom men whom men say is barren but I came with a message from the one who is from above we override and that Elizabeth is already pregnant six months pregnant Men said she was barren. Heaven override. The limitation placed over your life. The limitation pronounced over your life, be it medical or otherwise, and is placed over your life tonight. In the name that is above every other name, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, it is lifted. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This is my confidence. 
this is my confidence that whatsoever we ask in that name we receive. Go ahead and give him thanks and praise. We believe God's word you have just listened to will transform you and deliver your inheritance speedily. If you have testimonies via this message, please contact us at Rainbow's Place. Blot 6 Oju Mala Street off Okunoa Street, Adilu Bus Stop, Alodiapapa. Or call 0703977725 or 0807510968. You can also visit our website at www.rainbowng.org. Rainbow Influencing You.